We've seen violence portrayed on the drum corps field before, but the Mandarins might be taking it to a new level this season. Picture a center pole decorated with skulls and dripping with blood. How's that for intense? We're going to find out all about their show, Subterra, this time from the DCI News Network and Field Pass. From the parking lot. To the tunnel. Check it out. Have fun. Unleash. Let's go. To the 50-yard line. On the field. This is your Field Pass with DCI's Dan Potter. Well, joining us from Sacramento, California, in fact, uh, straight out of rehearsal, I think, Mario Ramirez, the creative director of the Mandarins, and Katie Birch, a second-year mellophone for the Mandarins. Hey, y'all. How you doing? Hey, good Hello. morning. Fantastic. How's rehearsal in Sacramento today? Windy. <laughs> Very windy. But it's going great. You guys have had a phenomenal start of the season. To say that you picked things up in terms of momentum where you left off last year is kind of an understatement. I mean, you came out and beat your opening score from last year. Does it feel as good inside the core, Katie, as it looks outside right now? Oh, absolutely. There's a lot of us are, are really fired up about all the hard work we're putting in, and it's really coming out strong. And I think that our trajectory is set up for a really successful season. I, I don't expect any hard number or percentage here, but just Mario and Katie, what do you, how, how many returning vets do you think you had this year? What roughly do you think was percentage? I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. just color guard wise, for me, we have maybe ten, you know, and and that's about it. I'm okay. for the core. I don't know, but I mean, we do have a maybe forty percent around there. Mm-hmm. You must have had a great yeah. audition season then. We did, yeah. Lots of people. Yeah. What was the off season like, Katie? Lots of hard work, especially in the horn line. We <clears throat> so we'd have camps every every month. Um, and we would have video assignments for not just um, musically, but also for visually. So we would set up a Google Classroom and we would um, be ranked and all. Of, uh, there's a lot of logistics behind it, but it was definitely a lot of hard work on the musical side. So we have a hard book this year, so we had to work really hard on it. Mario, did you do the same with Color Guard? We didn't. Um, the Color Guard's a little bit different for us because we don't really host our final audition till April camp. And then, um, so we had a couple of camps, one in December and um, one in January. And we solidified a couple of spots only. Um, we had some, you know, understanding of who, but we didn't really contract them. Come April, the ending of April is when we solidified the color guard. Uh, from there, you know, we just had three weeks before movements after that. So that's when we put everything together with the Caligars. So we did not do off-season, but most of them come from Winnegar programs. Um, so they're already getting some work in from their staff. So we were able to solidify them, get them together, and, and start working and workshopping. Are you pleased with where they are this early on? Um, are we ever pleased? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, no, never 100%. No, I would tell you. No, I get that. But, I mean, this early in the season, well, give me your assessment. Yes, yes and no. You know, yes, I am very pleased of what they have done. Um, I know what it could be or what they have given me. So um, I, I always want more, you know. And to be honest with you, we've, these past couple of shows up here in Sacramento, we've been on grass and we've been on, you know, out the outside. So it's been really windy and, and every color out there have been struggling to, you know, keep their equipment in their hand. There's so much wind. 
Wow. You know, I mean, it's that kind of crazy, but I am very happy with the way they're pushing and the way the whole drum corps is pushing, actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, all right. Let's talk a little bit about Subterra. Uh, I talked to DCI Artistic Director Lee Carlson before the start of the season about the program. It, it's a fascinating premise. Mario, can you sum it up for us? Yeah, I mean, uh, Subterra is it's, it's an underground tribe. You know, underground, not necessarily meaning under the ground, but meaning private, secretive, you know, in our own identity. Um, hmm. It's a tribe that goes to places to find a home that no one knows about. And when we are caught by an intruder, now we're no longer safe and we have to end his journey for us to be able to go now somewhere else, you know, to, to continue being, you know, our hidden tribe. It sounds really dramatic, Katie. Is it, is it a lot of fun to perform it? It's so much fun, especially with all of the visuals and the amount of... Um, choreography and all of the design features uh, they had to sit down with the core to explain everything and i think that's very very vital to our performance factor because we really really get to get into the character and when they give us choreography they get to say now this is why you're doing it so it's not just all right do a plie here and look this way it's a do a plie here because you're reacting to there's an intruder in your home kind of thing. Mario, describe the set pieces to us. Um, well, the set pieces right now, we have a center, we have a center pole um, with skulls on them, but it has blood dripping down on it. Okay. Um, that's our ceremonial, you know, gathering, um, that, that, that center stage. Uh, we have also five wagons. And these wagons are not just your typical wagons. They are our interpretation of our wagons that we made in this underground, you know, city. Um, so they're full of metal, you know, spikes, stuff like that. And we have 14 other poles also with mud on them and skulls on them to just to give you that, you know, that vibe of an underground and hidden and dark, mysterious, you know, kind of crazy look to it. But Almost a tomb, right? Yeah, you know, it, it, the thing is, when, when you look back at Subterra, you know, Subterra originated from this underground city found in Turkey. And I found it to be really fascinating that there was a huge city underground and no one knew about it. You know, we started looking at pictures, it's all this mud and tunnels and, and stuff like that. So we put our, our twist to it with some of the skulls on it. I, I think it's great. I mean, I think the, the field setup is great and it makes me feel immediately something's going to happen. I love that. And the costuming, is it very cavemanish? What Describe it. The costuming right now is not very cave-esque. It's more tribal-esque, I okay. would say. You know, I have the color guard in, in nudes and, and put tattoos all over their body, um, some fur, some, some spikes. We're using a lot of safety pins this year um, to give it that really cool, edgy look, but also to make it feel like they created this out of scraps wherever they come from. Okay. You know, and the drum corps uh, created the uniform for them, also with tattoos to make the whole thing, you know, be one cohesive idea. But they're more of the elegant, they're more of the warriors, they're more of the, I would say, the soldiers of, of the tribe. Well, Katie, besides having to plie with hate or revenge or whatever you call it, what, how else are you characterizing these people that uh, live underground in Turkey? Yeah, so 
I, I think a big character uh, aspect is just when we had that core talk, we talked a lot about family. And I think that when the intruder comes in, it's more of a, when, it, when he first comes in, it's like, protect. who is, the, yeah, to protect everyone here, because that's really what we're all about. It's all about that cohesive unit. Um, and I think you can translate that into drum corps as well, like, not just with Subterra, but as a family, because we have to take care of each other. Um, so it's just like throughout the show, they can give us different ideas and different characters that we get to um, that we get to portray uh, out to the audience, and I think it's really, really fascinating. Katie, what are you looking forward to the most about this season? Oof, I, I honestly, the reason I came to Mandarins is because I wanted to be a part of a group that was going to grow into something amazing, and it was already amazing, but it's going to something that everyone's going to appreciate, and I think that's what we're starting to get to this last couple of years is people are starting to realize what amazing things we're doing here. And I'm just very, very excited to be a part of that this year. Mario, what will be a successful Mandarin season for you? You know, honestly, it's successful to me as them maximizing what we have intended to be maximized. You know, every time we perform, I always look at the audience throughout different, you know, different movements to see their reaction. And I love seeing their reaction. You know, and at the end of the show, when we're doing the last hit, I look back at them to see how they feel. And they start to stand up and, and they start to stand up and clap. And at the end, they're just like, you know, they're yelling and they're standing. And to me, that's already success, you know, captivating the audience, which is why we do shows, you know, theatrical show productions. That's already to me um, successful. Well, Mario, Katie, we have started something here called the Box 5 Deep Dive, and it's it's just a quick attempt to get to know the two of you better. Now, usually we've done this with one subject answering the questions, but you know what? Let's try it with a team here, and if we get two answers, fine. If you come up with one together, that's fine too. Okay, you ready to play? Yep. yep. Okay, Box 5 question number one. What is your favorite drum corps show of all time? Thank oh, you. that's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> um, you want to take this one? <laughs> yeah, sure. um, I'm going to probably say um, Blue Devils, Fellini-esque. Okay. That was uh, actually artistic director Lee Carlson's favorite show. Katie, you don't oh. have to pick a different one. You can pick whatever one no, you No, that's actually, that's the one, My one of my um, visual techs, he, she was in it. So it inspired me to do drum corps. So. Okay. Fellini-esque it is. Uh, box five question number two, and we're modifying it for you guys. What is the best drum corps meal you've ever eaten oh I know. how's the food uh, truck there at mandarin's katie it is the best food in dci yeah hands down. yeah mm-hmm. okay hands down. so what's your favorite that they make mac and cheese okay. by far all right very good mario um, well, <laughs> and it doesn't have probably... to be mandarin's you've got a long career here oh okay well you know i would say yamato when we had uh rib steak and shrimp Ooh. Yeah, I'll take that any day. Box five, question number three. What is your biggest pet peeve when it comes to marching music? I think my biggest pet peeve is people not understanding the evolution and the growth of the activity and and just, you know, giving those negative comments because they want to see something from back in the day Mm -hmm. and not understanding that it's growing. You know, I think that's what gets me down. Like, and we all have opinions, but you got to grow with it as well, you know? Negativity then, all right? Yeah. Katie, you're on board with that? I'm on board with that. That's a good answer. That is a great answer. 
Okay, number four. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Uh, well, Mario, if, if you weren't designing for marching music programs and color guards, what do you think you'd be doing? Well, I'm a costume designer as well, so if, if I'm not doing that, you want to go somewhere else? No, or no, whatever. Whatever comes to mind. So if you're you know, I, 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 I love costumes um, for Broadway? No, I think I would probably go into um, the FBI behavioral analysis. Oh, yeah. Very interesting. I go in a completely different direction. Wait, yeah. Katie, <laughs> what are you studying? I like well, I'm actually a, psycho or a psychology major okay. um, at my college, yeah, and uh, I want to teach AP psychology, so uh, after the Coast Guard. <laughs> after the Coast Guard, okay. Yep. Right, you know what, you've got a lot of time to dream about what you would be doing if you weren't doing the cool things you're doing right now, so that's, <laughs> that's fine. All right, box five, question number five. <laughs> this one you might have to have a little teamwork on. Okay. I've given you unlimited wealth, and you're going to start a drum corps. What do you name that drum corps? You're the creative one. <laughs> oh, that's a hard one. Um, you've got international drum corps experience, too. You've, you've seen how a lot of people approach the naming process. You know, I, I do, but I'm going to, this is going to be a little selfish. <laughs> I'm, I would probably say Diamante because that's my winter guard. Okay. okay. All right. There so you that's go. what I would name my drum corps. Perfect. Yeah. Do you have a fantasy name, Katie? Nope. nope, I've never thought of All that. All right, well, see, now when you're on tour and it's late at night, you got nothing to do, think yeah. of a drum corps name. Pass that there around to us. Love that. Guys, thank you so much. We really appreciate your help, and good luck, Mandarins. We'll see you when you come east. Thank, thank you so, you much. so much. We'll see you there.